Hello and welcome to the 551 Podcast. My name is Wes Burdine. Crap, I gotta turn up my phone. Turn off your phone. Uh, here with us is Rodrigo Sanchez Cheverina. Oh my gosh, see, you can't even do it. <laughs> no, that was all you. Was you are so bad at names. Last you name. are so bad. Just point to say, hey, you. I'm the worst. I'm, I'm, hey, you, Rodrigo, you're on the show. How are you? Yes, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria is here. I'm okay. <laughs> I just had to coach. I uh, just got back from coaching, coaching boys team. Long, big soccer weekend. So congratulations to Isa Watch and her team for winning their the yellow flight in the NSC Spring Cup. So it was good to be able to have them win. Congratulations. So, yeah, congratulations to them. And then and then also with us is uh, uh, Elisa Vicuña. It's good to see you. Hello. I got that right. Yeah. I was just trying right. to actually. Wait, yeah, wait, so, wait, wait. So you already showing favoritism between yeah. Chileans and Peruvians. Oh my God. We are totally no not having this, this discussion. No one can see this, that my hands are now. in the air in no. victory yeah, form. No. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we now have, we've, we've swapped out the, the Brazilian for uh, Chilean and now, um, and borrowing you from the, uh, on loan, on temporary <laughs> loan to the minor leagues from uh, Minnesota Football Show. It's good to have you. You are, Hello. you're like a, a referee. And you also just came from a game. Yes. And uh, But tell me about the refereeing part. How long have you been doing that? Um, I've only been refereeing, I want to say, four or five years now. Um, but I played for about 25 years before I went into refereeing. So it gives me a little bit of a leg up. So I kind of jump shot my way straight into the amateur men's league in the Twin Cities. So anyone listening, if you've seen a female on the pitch in the center and she's not blonde, that's me. <laughs> Uh, what, what is your favorite part about refing, though? Yelling at people? No. Um, I think it's more the looks of shock on people's faces when they see a woman, especially yeah. in like an amateur's men's yeah. game, and they're like, oh, she actually knows what she's talking yeah. about here. All right, cool. Do you flamboyantly flourish uh, cards at people? Do you have like... Do you, no, no, I've actually okay. never had to issue a red card. Really? What about yellows? Oh, yeah. A, a few. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I I'm pretty good about talking it down, but I would say if I haven't issued one by about the 70th minute, there's not one coming. So I've had plenty of games so, where no cards have been issued, but that's had, that's because I, I call it pretty tight. I don't allow it to get chippy. I don't allow it to get, you know, I, the first thing I tell them every day, I was like, look, guys, we are not here because we're paid to play soccer. We are here to have fun. So my biggest thing is to make sure all of you are at work tomorrow. My uh, my advice to anyone in the second division of the MASL uh, in Minnesota is to uh, start fouling people in the 80th minute. Like, that. <laughs> take them out. You're not getting a yellow. I, I am waiting for it to issue Slat my first. tackle behind. I, I am waiting to issue my first red. Oh, if I, I played. Am just, if I, I am itching to yeah. reach for that back pocket. I'm sure there's going to be like one of those uh, Zlatan fouls where you just. I, horse collar someone you know the back. i think that I've the guys so i think that they're scared of me i know that at least one team pulled one of their players because he was getting a little too lippy with me in the first half they're like she's gonna kick you out like she will <laughs> eject you from this match <laughs> exactly teammates. well let's uh we we're gonna talk about minnesota united versus seattle at one point right we are, are also going Eventually. to talk about you and i have been talking about uh doing a review of some of the food yes at the stadium um, I can also review the alcohol. Oh, awesome! Great. <laughs> I've only, I've, how, I've well, only let's had... just give them give them a, a taste. How are the twelve dollar fireball shots? I actually haven't had those. I oh. don't do fireball. Yeah, that's and, like, I'm. Especially not you know, I'm in my thirties. Yeah. So, <laughs> however, I was 
really irate when I went in and ordered a Bailey's with hot chocolate and it came out to like $14. I'm like, your price says that it's $2 more. They're like, no, that means it's $6 for the shot of Bailey's. And I'm like, that's not even a full shot of Bailey's that you just charged me $6 for. So uh, it's like, you know, I got some places to hide bottles. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I was going to say that it's not that hard to sneak them into that stadium. So nope. let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's do a, a quick roundup of, of basic news. Uh, we, you know, uh, today it's Monday, um, Man City uh, beat Leicester. And so that means going into the final week of uh, the English Premier League. Uh, Man City are up a point. They're away at Brighton. Liverpool are home against Wolves. But Sunday at 9 a.m. is like when all the games happen at once. So, <laughs> Yep, it's happening. Uh, the Bundesliga is already basically sewn up by Bayern. Um, Champions League what? is also... <laughs> yeah. Well, there's two games left, and Bayern Dor- are up by four points. But Dortmund, so Dortmund laid an egg on that game. Yeah. They were up 2 mm-hmm. nothing, and they let that lead go. Oh, gosh. Horrible. Well, Even was, Pulisic scored, and it was like, "Oh, good!" And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Ah, never mind." Did it end two, two, two or something? Like, you know, I, I watched think the so. first I think half. It's like it a lot of Minnesota tie, United just, games yeah. where yeah. we're like, "Yeah, we're doing great." Oh, okay, well, sorry. Usually, last yeah. year's team. Last year's. I was going to say, usually we actually give up a goal in the fir- f- fifth minute, right? Then, yeah. <laughs> first minute, thirty seconds <laughs> yeah. in. That's the anxiety of every game. The first fifteen minutes, like, yeah, get to the ten. Yeah, and then Champions League obviously is this week. Barcelona. Is it kicked the crap out of Liverpool last week, three nothing. Spurs Ajax uh, is on Wednesday. That, that's zero uh, one uh, to Ajax. Um, we didn't allow Schiefer Decker on the show this week because uh, Ajax beat Spurs, um, uh, and then we'll bring him back when Spurs come back this week. But uh, you, Alicia, you had the, you had flagged. There's a, some a, a girls uh, football youth football team in England. Don't don't throw it all on me. It was actually okay. Rodrigo who found it and okay. shared it on a different communication that we talk about. But okay, yeah, we have secret communication outside of this podcast that doesn't include us. Damn. It could. You just never responded to the email. That is true. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't respond to the email. Is this the Minnesota football show? Because all you guys would... Com- Slack. Yeah. Oh, well... Wait, that's a different podcast. All right? the we communication was on Facebook Messenger, and I would get pinged all the time. I was like, I'm just... Exactly, I'm getting, which I'm, is why I was like, guys, let's use a new channel called Slack. Yeah. Hey, so I now just, we, we've like, got like 20 channels. Butt dials I miss, from, I miss from that. I, I don't miss any of the butt dials from Pablo. <laughs> so, so, uh, so at least one of you tell me this story. Um, so there is, I don't have the article, but maybe Elisa can pull it up. But yep. from what I remember, it's a 12U uh, girls team that's been playing together for about four years. And they could never find a league close enough to be able to play and compete with. So they joined a 12U boys league. And they ended up actually winning the title for that league. Mm-hmm. So This is the SB Frankfurt team who train in Plymouth, Devon. And they won the Devon Junior Minor League title, yeah. which is a boys' league. Yeah, and so I think it's it's <laughs> it's you know it's not only a great thing, but it's also it's it's just a an outlook of how like Europeans style uh, or European clubs all as well are are investing more in in women's side of the game and promoting it more. And I think it's it's something that's lacking here. And so I always look for those those. Those good news that, that are out there, specifically with the World Cup coming up, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be ex- extremely uh, interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I, th- I think it speaks a lot to as well, especially you know, 15 years ago when I was growing up and coming up through those leagues, girls play versus guys play was so very different. And I think what this is showing is that they've realized that both genders can play the same way 
And it's just a matter of training and practice and it doesn't, it, it, you can play the same style. It doesn't have to be, you know, because it used to be that the girls leagues, they were, they called the games a lot tighter. You couldn't foul, you couldn't challenge. Right, right, right. I I never got carded in the boys league ever. And I played with them till I was like 15, 16, went into the girls league and I got carded left and right because they're like, you're playing too rough. You're playing too rough. And I'm like, I'm not changing my game. You're just changing the changing genders. the rules, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same thing when uh, Giselle's futsal team played in this uh, simple boys futsal league. You know, they, they, and you know it was they were they were they had the technique, they had their they had the tactical, and they were as physical as any other other teams. You know, and it was one of those things that a lot of the times coaches would come up to us afterward and be like, "They're really good," and I'm like, "Well." You know, it's because they want to play. They want to keep mm-hmm. playing, and the only competition that you can get them at their level, futsal wise, was was playing against boys. So, well, futsal is so much faster too. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and, and you wanted to? Uh, I, I don't know if there's other MLS things around uh, from from the weekend that you guys want to hit. But um, Atlanta is going to miss Barco once he leaves. For bye the, bye. But we won't. For what? For, for he's Cup. going for he's playing for Argentina and the and oh the, the summer okay he's yeah. I thought you were he's gonna he be gone like, for at least a month so yeah so um, unless unless PT Martinez amigo. figures out figures out how to play <laughs> and he's been getting to play a little bit better but SKC was also not not that great mm-hmm. and we're playing with hurt people so. yeah they are um, they are uh, thread, but yeah three goals I mean that was um. And uh, DC United versus Columbus had, uh, <laughs> speaking of our, our referee experience here, uh, had that call with, um, essentially it's Will Trap and I'm blanking on who it was for DC United. Who oh, gets, who I just fouled. blanked on it too. Um, and Ted Uncle is our is the, the referee, um, Uncle Ted. and uh, Acosta. Okay, uh, yeah, Lucho Acosta. Oh, it's Lucho? The, okay. And mm-hmm. the ball, you know, Uncle gets, uh, gets to be position. the... Out of position. The referee sandwich. He's the meat to uh, Acosta and uh, Will Trap's buns, uh, and uh, and then the foul gets called. A goal happens. We should sell that at the uh, stadium. You know, Thirty seconds but the, later. The, so, but. The, so the thing is, you go back and you look at the image, and Acosta is actually stepping on Trap. Um, but so the here the this is you know I was having some conversation with I think it was a DC United no it was a Columbus fan about this on Twitter and he was saying you know obviously you watch the play the ball hits uncle right so mm-hmm. uncle's so per old rules or old laws the referee is part of the pitch mm-hmm. so you hit us it's your own fault for not seeing that we were there regardless of the fact that we're moving targets right, right. and sometimes we do end up in the wrong spot um i want to say that there is an adjustment to the laws of the game coming next year and the referee is no longer considered part of pitch we can actually be considered i think outside interference oh which in this case would make sense and so the only excuse that i can even come up with for this because obviously they called back the goal right saying that trap had followed the costa but really it was a costa falling trap so the goal should stand the only other thing that i was thinking is i was like well you know maybe they're going to say outside interference by the referee and uncle is a fifa referee so he is using those games or, you know, those laws in his other games. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's what it was. But then, you know, I think it was VAR who called it back. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was not just him. Needless so. to say, it was the whole team. And the fourth yeah. official was one of my favorite people. And so I think that he I want to throw him under the bus, too. But <laughs> who was so uh, the yeah, fourth official him. in this? Fotis. Oh, yep. OK, we yep. won't talk about Fotis. Um <laughs> 
One of my favorite people of all time under. as well. Um, well, let's uh, let's uh, still a shining example of wonderful refereeing. <laughs> let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, and we'll start off with um, Calvo news. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Francisco Calvo, the captain of Minnesota United, has been traded to the bye Chicago bye. Fire. Um, this was uh, was this did this happen on on Friday or was it Thursday? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was, it was like Thursday or Friday. It was Friday because okay. I said this was the best news to my Friday. Okay, great, <laughs> perfect. I, I yes, I, I was uh, Friday. Uh, I was like stuck in some meetings and then was like, and then suddenly got a break and I was like, oh, I'm going to tweet some shit. Um, (laughs) So Calvo gets traded to the fire for it's a hundred thousand in gam, 50,000 in TAM. And then for next year, a hundred thousand in gam, 150,000 in TAM. And then there's an additional 125,000 in TAM. If he meets some sort of metrics, plus I I believe there's a 50% sell-on fee if he goes to Europe, or maybe just in general. Um, it is, depending on what we think about previous reports of uh, he, there were offers for $1.5 million or something like that for him previously, uh, I personally do not, uh, have not investigated any of them, so I don't know how true they Legit were. That, they that, were. That, that, you know, Minnesota was really holding out for 3 or $4 million. Um it was on the MLS I don't think website. they were holding out. I think that they were like, "This, we want to keep him. <coughs> like, if other people are seeing this value, we want to keep him." Though, the reason I was laughing is because they have this additional <coughs> money for performance, and I'm like, I hope they set those metrics pretty low. <laughs> I, I yeah, don't, I don't know what Chicago Fire was hoping to get out of him. Well, other I, than attitude. I mean, here's here's the deal. Let, let's put the the, shine, the rosiest uh, look on it. He's next to Schweinsteiger and maybe Kappelhoff as the mm-hmm. left center back in a back back. Three. You think he's going to start? Um, I don't know. I think so. I think they, Chicago certainly needs help. So I think I think uh, he could. Um, uh, the nice thing is he's not supposed to be the leader. Uh, you know, you have someone naturally like that who in Dax McCarty, you have mm-hmm. someone like that in Bastian Schweinsteiger. They're going to be able to keep him in line. Um, and so maybe if you've got enough pieces there, uh, but the fact is Chicago is a little bit of a tire fire. And um, yeah. And I think going back to Minnesota, the real question here is why they seem to have, you know, their first two captain choices are Demidov, who got benched <laughs> and then immediately disappeared into the ether because he had a bad attitude about everything. Uh, uh, his bent being benched, and then the next guy, uh, the second he gets benched because of a terrible tackle and not to, or sorry, just I would say a stupid sending the, off. It was the attitude, and and then Eric Miller comes in, plays well, and they keep him on the bench. Like that, that says something about your 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 choices. If if these are your the two first captains you you you've, t- you've picked for the team. So who, yeah, I was gonna say. So who picks the captain? Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh. you know, Rodrigo, wait. Maybe let's talk about because um, Calvo gave that interview um, to I don't even remember the site now. Um, but he he spoke about kind of the whole leaving uh, leaving Chicago. 
God, that was a tire fire. Leaving Minnesota for Chicago. That that whole interview was a tire tire fire. fire. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So there's this uh, website, this sports website in Costa Rica, who was able to interview him. Uh, And there's a, and then I think maybe. I've tweeted it out, uh, and and it's and it's all full of of wonderful gold nuggets. If you if you like to hear some of the things that he, his reasoning, um, one of his things is that he always you know gave one hundred percent on the field and he tried his hardest. And the first thing that he talked about was the fact that um, you know his natural and preferred position is center back, and when that wasn't was wasn't being asked of him, he he went to left back and he decided to give it all uh and play and play as much as he could but then he felt after making the mistake uh which is uh which is what he calls uh what happened in um in toronto that he lost he lost his temper and he made a mistake and he he, and he addressed the fact that adrian used to be a player so he knows that it happens that he took his responsibility as a captain uh seriously and and you know and, and and honor the the suspension which he had to because it was a, it was a red card right there's no other there's a, there was no yes. other way that he could he, he could I will he also honor this that, suspension yeah, by yeah. sitting out by this doing game. the thing that I'm legally required yeah, to do and so yeah. like, job, through, yeah. through all that when they when they were asking him he was like he never felt that um, um, he's uh, backed them up as a as a player nor as a captain as a leading role and so. And he felt, you know, he, and he was going to leave that for, for um, you know, we leave that, let that be and try to figure out he's in a much, he's in an organization that's historically who's won championships and, and he really enjoys the coach, you know, all within, you know, what, a day or so of being there. So, uh, but my, but so, but there's just a bunch of other stuff. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's the audio interview and there's also the article that was written. Can I just say the first word that comes to mind? Go for it. Diva. <laughs> well. And I'm not talking good diva. Yeah. I'm talking who, I think it's like J-Lo is the one who requires the room to be entirely white. Or is that Mariah? It's one of the, like, the super divas. Everything they touch has to be white. It has to be white flowers, right? white sofa, white food. Like Jesus, I didn't know nothing this. Nothing but white. I'm pretty sure if we Googled it, we could figure out who it is within seconds but that's what comes to my yeah. my mind is like if everything is not exactly as i want it <coughs> i'm not gonna, do I'm gonna it. throw the tv out of the hotel uh, window. <laughs> uh i, I I'd say it was a temper issue I, I guess you know one there's many th- parts of this one is the the funny thing of takes responsibility which is like taking responsibility and like all these leadership things is understanding that um you made a mistake other people are always going to be there's always competition they're going to get their chance to shine. And then, you know, we we answered the question uh, a couple weeks ago. We were talking about, will he, how many games will he play for this uh, team going forward? And None. I thought, I thought it was going to be, I looked at, there was like 10 games before the next window when we could, when we would sell him. Trade him. You know? Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, okay, I think Eric Miller will probably play well for three or four more games. Uh, then there will be a bad game, and Heath will have an excuse to put Calvo back, back in, in. and then the, you'll have two or three games before the Gold Cup. So I was like three to four games. Apparently, I was way wrong because it was zero, zero more games. games. But um, is this uh, – does this – you could also look at this for, for Minnesota that this is 
a bad trade in that look no they didn't handle it well <laughs> and they didn't get much money for you know a 24 year old guy who played at the world cup right mm-hmm. um that uh if they had a, cr- a better structure there with attitudes right that they would have been able to handle someone like this. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm making a case here. I, I don't. It's, is that it's a, like the idea of like one rotten apple spoils the bunch, and that's kind of how I feel. Especially seeing like these interviews and some of the, you know, the press stuff that people have come out and said after the fact about just the attitude and the the change in the locker room is. I I think that he was probably a negative Nelly, and just so. I don't know if he was demeaning to the other guys or even like beating himself up so much that it reminds me like when you're on a plane and people are being slow to get out and there's always one person who just starts like ranting and raving and they're so angry that even if you're calm, it starts to kind yeah, of just like your... infects, right? Yeah, 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 and it's just like this ripple effect where people are uncomfortable because this person's uncomfortable, and then everybody's uncomfortable. Right. I wonder if it's not something yeah, like that. There, there was lots of um, uh veiled the 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 comments coming out the quotes that were coming out and the the kind of reports that were coming out it was very if you read between the lines it was very obvious that um that this was very different from when Christian Ramirez was traded right you know yes. when when people were kind of sad about this that it was very obvious that Cowboy you... leaving was a very good thing and the way people talk about how Ozzy and Ike have brought this new attitude. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious that those two are a good kind of leader and that Ozzy is probably a crazy man. Oh, who yeah. I would f- be afraid of being shivved by. Um, like <laughs> That is the look he gives. But I mean, honestly. But he probably, you know, I mean, he's probably a crazy man who, who you know, you want to be part of that. Uh, prison gang. If no. you're in prison, yeah, you want to be on his side. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You just look like one you want to be part that, of his. Are they the yeah. Jets? I can't remember no, which one. Jets and the Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could be. He looks like he's just one of those that can be like extremely extreme anger, and then the next super second, calm. The next second, he can move on to the next thing. Yeah. But yeah. I wanted to read this thing in Spanish that was in Senate, okay. and then I wanted Elisa's response because this is uh, in Spanish or in yeah, English. Well, oh. whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, of Deutsch. Es Deutsch. Expect so, Deutsch. Las, las primeras impresiones del defensor fueron muy buenas. Hay muchísima calidad en este equipo. Hay un buen grupo. Yo siempre voy a estar listo. A mí él, pa uno, me llamó ayer viernes e inmediatamente me vine para Los Ángeles para que, porque quería jugar. En cuanto a su posición en el terreno de juego, el tico calvo aseguró que no es, ha sido ni será un problema. Él me dice, Pauno, que me trató como que me trajo como central. Es una posición que han estado buscando por mucho tiempo. So Cabo pretty much said in the sense that it was the this the part that he says that in no point will he right on the field will he nope he 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 guarantees that he will not be and he will never be a problem. And the Not reason he acid, was brought over was to play uh, center back. Yeah. That's the reason he was brought over. That's what he was told by the coach. Yeah. So. No. <sighs> that, okay. So, I I mean, like. No. He's, my thing is that, you know. He just can't like recognize you said, like, the it's, fact it's, that it's he accountability, has that attitude. Right? Yeah. Well, the whole thing with this has been accountability. Like, th- there's no one out there that will say that this man is not talented. He has talent. 
There's a reason why he's why he's, why he's representing his nation. There's a reason why he's playing Made in the MLS. Made it as far as he has. Yeah. yeah. But but in 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 the sense, this man, uh, from the get go, you know, was was didn't just didn't fit fit that mold of a, of a leader. Right? No, I that was the first thing I thought when you know after Demi Joe they came out and they put Calvo as the captain. I was like. They just made a 22-year-old guy captain of this team. And at the time, our team was averaging, what, like 29 or 30? I'm like, why are they placing one of the younger players on this pitch as the captain? That, to me, didn't make any sense whatsoever. Because you want somebody who has experience, who has the know-how, who can actually serve as a mentor and a leader to the other people on the team. Yeah. You want someone that they can, can actually look to. effectively create a good vibe atmosphere. Yeah, a vibe. Yeah. So let's let's not belabor Calvo much anymore. I mean, we do have the fact that he is talented. Let's give him that. Yeah, and we do have the fact that um, uh, Minnesota now, you know, obviously needed to make this happen so much that look at left back. We've got Chase Casper who uh, has not played yet and has been in and out of injury, and Eric Miller who has done admirably well at left back, but he is a right back. Um, you know, he's played a lot at left back. Arguably as a he's done better than Calvo did at left back. That's true. Yep. And uh, in yeah. So and, they're both playing out of yeah. I mean that's the thing. They're both playing yeah. technically out of position. That's true. Yeah. And it's who ad- who adapted better. And so but we are very thin at that that. And yes. that I would I would expect uh a, an international left back to be signed July seventh, the second that window opens so how much i mean the yeah. question is how much gam or tam we have accumulated so far since the last two transactions that we've had right i mean that i mean generates, we, dropped, we dropped a lot of money this yeah, year though so, too so that's so that generates that should generate enough to be able to sign somebody i hope Which, or maybe a couple people well yeah i was gonna say one of them that we acquired i thought was the money that allows <laughs> us to go above Salary cap. Yeah, and right? the they we did a trade with um, Los Angeles, trading some gam for tam or tam for gam. There, <laughs> there is money around. You know, they're not broke. There is stuff to. Uh, I think the the most uh, uh, w- what people smarter than me have have seemed to indicate is that um, Angela will be bought down, so we have space as a DP, and then maybe we sign a left back who's a DP, or we mm-hmm. have enough. Uh, extra stuff that we can sign, do another Roman Metinier, right? And get another uh, Gamtam fullback. Uh, And hopefully he's he's as good. Um, So let's talk about Seattle, though. Um, Seattle Sounders won, Minnesota won. Uh, They uh, had Christian Roldan with them. His his red card was rescinded. Um, (sighs) We played pretty much... The, the, I'm pretty sure that red card was issued by Uncle too. That's that's true. Uh yes, but it also did go to VAR as well. I think. Um, Still, I just think it's yeah. another mess Uncle. Um, <laughs> from a FIFA referee. But let me um, let me start by by um, Bobby Warshaw had this note today that I think is maybe a, an, an interesting thing to to start this conversation, which is that. Last year, Bobby was talking very much about Seattle Sounders doing well, but he just didn't believe in them because he didn't. They didn't seem to have a, a shape or a purpose or whatever. And so he says that Minnesota is basically last year's Seattle. Um, they've gotten results against um, 
or he says, the Sounders were winning, but they didn't have an it. That's Minnesota now. They've gotten results against a bunch of teams in the last month, so they're clearly doing something right. How would you describe them, though? Are they a possession team, a counteracting team, a team that's organized defensively? No, no, and no. What are they, and does it even matter? So... Let me throw that to you. Do they? Do you think that they have an identity? And then we can talk about that maybe with the Seattle game or just in general. I, I do. I think that we're becoming a defensive team at this. I mean, two shutouts leading into this. We held. We have two teams that are ranking higher than us in our conference, and we held them. We tied. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we drew with both of them, and that's, I think, really impressive because one of them is – LA Galaxy, who's right now is battling at the top with LAFC. Right. And they've got a pretty good point lead on the rest of us already within this season. And that's, I think, with Ike, I mean, definitely with Ike, he, you know, like you said, they're, he and Alonso are bringing this new flavor and vibe and energy to the team. And what I think it is, is it, it's more almost cohesive. So like after Ike's header, on on saturday if you go back and you watch the video you immediately see like the team's like oh my god yeah and then eric miller looks over and you see that immediate look of shock on his face and he beelines it for ike and you Mm -hmm. see like three or four more players do the same and rush in Mm -hmm. and there's that instant it's almost like because of the injury because he he hit his head and he hit his head and he went down and they they saw that he was in pain and they were immediately you know brett Coleman's trying to wave the trainer onto the pitch and there it's just this immediate reaction which is one of those reactions that you have when you truly care about the person Mm -hmm. that just went down you know because otherwise you're like oh whatever they'll stand up in a minute (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean I i think um I think we we are beginning to to mold some sort of um, idea what this team m- may be. I think um, the issue that we always had, and we talked about it on this podcast, and everyone else has talked about it in everyone in everyone's household, uh, is just that there was the lack of defense, right? The lack of defense. I think, uh, and and now that um, we are beginning to uh, have consistency on the defense and the aspect, not only on 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 who's starting, but also on the results. I think it's it's not only building confidence in that model as well, too. One mm-hmm. of the things that uh, I and the rest of it, you can't really see on the TV as much as you can see when you're at the stadium, is is the amount of communication ever since uh, mm-hmm. Ike and Coleman started, to, started playing together. The amount of communication that there is going on between, uh, you know all all the defensive players and and, and Ozzy, right? Um, I think mm-hmm. I've seen many times where Ike and and Mentonier are, are talking to each other or pointing to each other. Who's going to pick up who? Same thing with Coleman and Miller, mm-hmm. and then Ozzy doing the same thing. So that 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 communication was not present for the first seven six games. Probably, I think I would I would say that you could never tell it that who who was doing the who Who's was the one that's going to be the, the the leadership and. and 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 Minone has it it it's gotten a little bit better at that too. But at the same time, it's just, it's just that I feel that from Ike's point of view is that you know he he's the one that needs to now understand that he he's the one that mm-hmm. that decides what happens in that back line. Yeah. And, and so, but is there is there a is there, um, is there an identity? Right. I think our yeah. identity right now is um, is is make sure that we're solid in the back mm-hmm. and, and 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 quickly. Um, try to try to play try to play through through the wings 
and, and see that. But it, it changes depending on the personnel you have out there, right? I think exactly. I think the last the last ten minutes, when last fifteen fifteen minutes, where Quintero was it was able to be able to be Quintero, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. He was effective, right? He was effective. He had a he had he had probably I think three opportunities to be able to be a difference maker, mm-hmm. um, but also at the same time, um, you know. It also depends on, on where where is he health wise, right? I mean, to be able to bring yeah. it in with twentieth minute um, is, is 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 with twenty minutes to go, twenty five minutes to go. I think it's 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 not enough time to be able to get a result that you want. The other thing I think we're finally tapping into as well was something that everyone was overlooking. We have three guys on this team who went to college together. Their mm-hmm. formative years of really competitive play was together as defenders. Right, so they know how each other functions. They know. Wait, who am I missing? Miller and Coleman and Finley. Finley. Oh, they Finley, though. Right, they all went to the same school together. He yeah. went to Creighton. I, yeah, I they all went to okay. Creighton together, and I feel like that's something that was overlooked and not exercised previously. I mean, it, there is a lot to be said, especially like you know in the amateur leagues. I see this all the time. The teams that have played together for years and years and years yeah. just dominate, and they know each other so well that they know what ball that person's going to miss and they know to have somebody there to pick it up. They know like that person's got this challenge. Oh, he's always going to shift over. I should follow, you know? Yeah. And it's, that's, that's a lot of what Peter Vermees in in Kansas city has been able to build over the years A, a really solid cohesive team where, uh, you know, he also then has a, a, a tactical vision that you can bring new players in and they fit in as parts to the whole. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess what I hear you saying is that um, there is an identity, even if it is not necessarily a tactical identity. It is a, but it is a, an organization that we're starting to see uh, in in terms of. Mm-hmm how we uh, work together as a team, which I guess is at least a start to what right. we've always wanted here, which is, you know, having a bit more of a, of a, uh, and what Bobby is talking about, an identity of like uh, that question that we answered on the pod a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. What is it? What is the ultimate Minnesota goal? You know, mm-hmm. what, what is the perfect goal in, in Heath's mind, right? What is he building toward? And, I still don't think we have that Let answer in yet. fewer but. goals than in previous years. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, like literally, <laughs> what's his? What is a goal? What's the best? What's his goal? Yeah. What's like, his objective? Is no, it- no. I mean, I mean, literally, how do we want to score a goal? Like, what would be the perfect way to score a goal in Heath's mind? Crossing with this it. Team? Yeah. Obviously, right now it is. <laughs> Put the ball to Roma Metonier, cross it in. We are becoming very one. If we could just but. cross from the other side, it would open us up so much. Yep. You need at to least find change, someone as do that. Yeah. It, yeah. At least change the dynamic because that's the one problem is every team, if they've paid any attention to Minnesota at all, they know exactly what we're going to do. We're yeah. going to run it down. We're going to cross it. Yeah, and and Miller's Miller's crosses have been surprisingly decent. Uh, for a right-footed player on the left because he's not yeah. just pulling it back and trying a right-footed cross. He is using his left, and they've been decent. But, you know, you yes, you, you need someone who's as good as Metonier on the left. Most of um, our goals have not been scored off those crosses, though. They've been scored off of a change in tactic where yeah. we were forced to play from a different direction or a right. different way, so and then, then I, I, that's I think, when we I, get I, it I in. can tell you what my favorite goal would be could come from. It would start from, um, from either the left or the right back, and it would go... Uh, towards the uh, number six, six go out to a wing, 
wing back to the six. Six go out to someone else making a run. Uh, and then... And Giselle taps it in. And Giselle taps... Exactly. Giselle taps it in. Tobin, he's stabbed with the back heel, right? Um, so let's actually hit the specifics <laughs> of this game. You know, we, we scored first with the with a... Um, uh, oh, actually, I was going to say, we almost gave up a goal but right before the header. It's 26th minute was our goal. 23rd minute. Oh, yeah. We had that moment foul. where, um, where um, um, Jordan Morris totally Wondolowski'd it. Um, uh, the, they just get completely in right behind us. And I thought we had a good defensive shape, but um, Seattle are so good at, with their movement. Ladero, oh, yeah. Ladero. all of these guys. Uh, um, Victor Rodriguez is not that great, but um, the, there, were some, there was some movement with some of those guys that um, I, was, I was very impressed with how well Minnesota was surviving that, but we almost gave up a goal early, and then three minutes later, uh, Jan, how, how, young how fast does Jordan team. Morris look to you on the field? He looks good, but he—he's just so awkward that. So he hey, eat. what was the chant that apparently people were doing for Jordan? Oh, I missed this. No. Oh, I thought somebody had posted about how there was some acapella chant going on in the like in the supporter section. I didn't hear oh. it, obviously, where we were standing, but there was some chant that was allegedly distracting Jordan Morris the whole game. Oh, um. You should have stayed in college is what we started. <laughs> That's but, probably um, the one. But uh, yeah, so um, and and so. But he was like offside what six seven times. Yeah, he was offside a lot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we scored first in, uh, with the uh, Gregush to Opara header. We talked about, um, and then in the second half, then Seattle hit back when Metnier. This was probably the first big mistake we've seen him make. He comes out for a tackle, completely mistimes it. And the ball um, pops out. You know, the ball then gets cleared to the human Kleenex, Christian Roldan, who just scored an absolute screamer and then spent the rest of the game crying on the ground, huddled like a, you know. Blanket? Just like a, yeah, like, no, like, like the blanket. Like a childhood blanket of an emo, emo, not even musician, an emo fan. I'd say, like, they're, they're just like. They're, so was it, was it, I thought it was. I thought it was Opara who headed the ball out. Was it might have been. Because I thought Opara headed the ball out. And then, because we had a conversation about this. Isa Watch and I had to rewatch <laughs> this three or four times. We both have arguments and for and against. She is in the argument that um, that um, Schuler did not do enough to step and hustle to the ball to even try to block the shot or attempt to. Um, I was being a little... It would have been Grey Goose. Grey Goose was the closest one to it. Schuler was the closest to that rebound, oh, really? though. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. If you watch the replay, he was the closest to... He's the one that stepped up and he, and he, and he kind of shot away because he knew Roldan was going was gonna to blast it from there. And okay. Honestly, in your head, you have, two, you have less than a second to figure out, do you want to take, take a shot to the head or you want a shot to the body at 60 miles or plus miles an hour? <sighs> nope. That's maybe if I was a professional athlete. And was maybe right. I think right, so. Right. Right. I'll give you, so uh, I yeah. think that's 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 Issa's watch argument that he should have roughed. I also kind of felt that that was just one know, of those those, those 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 shots that just that yeah, just happened. Sure and then know. I even though even though Manone reached out for, it, I thought he could have gotten it, but at the same time, I he reacted well, stretched, and still only got his fingertips through. Yeah. I'm not sure there's much you can do on that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my argument, but Issa Watch disagrees. So you know, Puts maybe it's maybe it's because we're adults and think about the fact that a concussion can have life lasting impacts. 
Jesus. <laughs> yeah, uh, but let me let me let me ask you this about um about generally about the game. Did, did were there any was there any player in this match who uh, man of the match uh, who really stood out as good or bad? Um, did anyone have a bad game? Uh, I think Metinier had his quietest game. Okay, and Metinier certainly uh, mm-hmm. made a mistake that uh, allowed them in for that for that yeah, goal. Yeah, but even that, I wouldn't. Well, because I, mean, we, I don't, I don't. Uh, I mean, was Angelo good this game? He was okay. He was he was decent. He wasn't, you know. He yeah, wasn't I don't. The, I don't think anyone stands so, out as having just like a horrible performance. Yeah. But again, nobody stands out as having a phenomenal performance either. Yeah. So so and, very and Finley, run of the mill. Finley, you know, I I can't. Thr- Finley was Finley was Actually, very quiet too. Yeah. We, we would just we would just um, shine away from giving him the ball and trying to. We were just so focused, we, like we, like like you said, we come one dimensional in the aspect that we try to go down down Mentonier's side and, and cross as many times as we can to try to see if we can get the ball on the head. And the one time that we um, we do do it is off a set piece mm-hmm. that Darwin Quintero doesn't take, but Gregus does. So, and we know how Gregus people feel about Gregus taking corners. So, uh, I think it's most about the personnel that we have on there when we're going to take a corner. Uh, we don't have everybody who can jump up and and, and Officially, be good, good at headers, but I mean, I, I would say Ozzy had a great game. I mean, he he uh, Ozzie, definitely Ozzie showed had a up good against game. He was physical. His... Yes, I think he had he had a he was one that had one of the better games. I also, um, even though Schuler didn't step up as much uh, on that on that one shot, I I thought he he did he did a decent role being being physical and, and being a disruptor on the field. So I thought he I thought he 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 did decently. I. Uh, I think Miguel was a little bit all over the place, but at the same time, I uh, agreed that 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 seems to be what what his role is right now. Just well, trying to make sure to connect filler. passes with people on the wing and then try to make. And yeah. he had some great, great, great athletic plays where he mm-hmm. saved the ball running, going out of bounds, or um, just a lot of hustle play. And I always admire hustle hustle play. And so, I, I think he had he had one of the most decent games as well for anybody. But overall, I mean, I think it was just. Everyone's seen a par. I wish, I just and I talked to Bruce McGuire about this, and 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 he's and he's right in a sense that if you're at home, you know you have to go for the win. And so the fact that we didn't, we only had like three attacking players, right, um, to to get begin with, and then when we had when we brought in Quintero, we kind of replaced that. If we would have added one more, maybe taking out, um, you know, Gregush or somebody else. To be able to, you know, because we those last twenty five minutes, we really and yeah. they're attacking. We were we're attacking third, so it would well, have been an idea. Well, go, going back to the to, to the Miguel com, comment, um, when we have that four three three lineup, there's um, it, it, we can control the game a lot better, right? We can just force them out to the wings. We can have mm-hmm. midfield possession, um, but there's not a lot of magic there, right? Angelo right. is not. Pulling defenders in weird places. He's very stable. He's literally chained to like the eighteen-yard uh, box in the center. And um, uh, Finley is very vertical, right? North-south. Uh, Miguel is the guy who's going to kind of come and overload something, move right. around. Mm-hmm. Um, Darwin, if we he's there, isn't overloading as much. But you put the ball at his feet and and the opposition has to react. He's going to do something crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So when you only or have chip just, it over you. Yeah, or chip it over <laughs> Yeah. When you only have Miguel there, it's you don't have a lot of um, X-factor uh, surprise to your attack. Um, uh, and 
when we have Miguel and Darwin and maybe Finley, let's say, when you've got those three behind there, you have a lot more. But then, right, that gets to be, is that the old uh, Minnesota of giving up lots of goals because we can't control Right, uh, we're, because right. we're maybe we're maybe moving too much on the attack, mm-hmm. um, but that's the, the question here of of the the balance of are we going to do these one nothing you know we've got to not give up any goals because we're only going to score one um, is that going to be us going forward or are we going to be able to find some way to still be defensive still be organized but allow. Uh, have have more than one person who's who's taking risks. How um, much risk are we willing to take? Yeah. Is really where where we've gotten to yeah. is, you know, it goes yeah. back to your question: is like what what does Heath want? Does he yeah. want to let in less goals this year, or does he yeah. want us to score more it, more goals than last year? Or and obviously some combination of the. I mean, two, I think his goal is the, yeah. his goal has to be make the playoffs, playoffs. Right? Right, right? Yeah, playoffs is his goal. This and, is and his at year. One point, yeah, make and or at break. one point, he's 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 accumulating points at home, which is great. Mm-hmm. But you it's should be accumulating wins at, at home. home. And Darwin came in for the last fifteen minutes and was very exciting. You know, though. So, sorry, pause on that. Okay, they're they're home games, so three out of our four games have been with people who are sitting at the top of their conferences. So the fact that we did win one of those and draw two, I think, is pretty good. It's not draw like three, it's, yeah. it's not like we've been playing against Philly. Philly's Which really good will, right now. Though. No, yeah. Philly's good. This year? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're really good. They're, they're top, top of the East. East. What? Yes. Yeah, How did I it's miss the other this? Conference. They're, and they're also really fun. Uh, what? But they let's usually just say, like... Let's say... Fishing at the bottom we of haven't the had, <laughs> they haven't had, We haven't had Colorado Rapids at home. Yes, yeah. there you go. We haven't so, played Colorado. I, I, I watched the Rapids game. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, they are. I, just, I, 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 feel so, like, I feel so bad. I feel so bad for Sammy, and I feel so bad for everybody else. So in the East... Montreal and Philly are the two best teams. Yeah, I know. This is gonna, this is blowing your mind here. Are we in the twilight? Zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. Uh, so I just can't uh, believe that it's Philly. And and just so everybody knows, she's actually looking at yeah, the tables on her just, phone just, right now. So she actually, can't believe that Philly is at top. I want to I want to take a break and come back and do uh, do um, Twitter. We didn't actually like really hit that many details in the game. Uh, which is j- just kind of fine. I'm, I'm, uh, we, we kind of hit more higher level stuff. I will say Seattle really almost won this game. The last ten, 15 minutes, even though Darwin came on and he was exciting, they hit the woodwork twice. They looked very threatening, and we kind of survived it. I think all on headers. I think, I think right? They were both headers. One was a diving header uh, that just didn't maybe maybe hit the post. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I felt that we got lucky. I, I, I think one one was fair because we also we also had that scramble where Eric Miller almost scored from a few yards yes. out. I, I was oh, thinking was right maybe they had played more games it. than other people, but no. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. No, no, you're back. You're you. Oh, you're done looking at the standings, and now you're yeah. All right, let's take a break. You can stare at the standings some more, and then we've got lots of Twitter questions. <laughs> All right, hello. This is the Fifty Five One podcast. It is Twitter time, but we didn't get to Isa watch here, so um, we want the greatest hits of uh, Isa's uh, commentary about this. Is Rodrigo's daughter Isa every week now gives us uh, her? Um, well, since she is now the official unofficial head coach of Minnesota United, what does she have? To, what did she have to say? All right, so Isa watch. Um, first note. Uh, 
We're like four minutes in, and I already think this ref sucks. And uh, I don't know how you don't see it, but Ethan uh, needs to play more. This ref is really bad. It makes me so mad. Uh, and then all Seattle does is flop on the freaking floor. Come on, guys. <laughs> We had super good possession, which we did. I think it was like 52 to 48. Yeah, we had really good possession. So uh, Maybe that's the type of team we're turning into as a possessive one. But we Wes, weren't I, like three Wes, weeks I think, ago. You'll, I think you'll like this next one. It says, Roldan makes me want to hurt someone like on some other level. Yeah, me too. Issa and I need high five, Issa. Soft serve. All right, and here we <laughs> go. And, and then it says, I will say it again. Everyone needs to go to striker camp. Apparently, we can't finish, which is seems to be something that we need oh. to do. So, everyone needs to go to striker camp. Eric Miller. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah well, needs to teach him. Uh, we need to make hooky so decisions. Really we have some kind of stepping issues from time to time. But, uh, but um, let's see. Uh, so, Ike, his goal, did you see it? He deserves that. He had good distribution. If you didn't see him talking, I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> had great defending, all good things. Uh, Eric, she's on, she's on Team E, by the way. Susan, shout out to Susan Miller. Uh, I love this dude. He works hard and serves to start. He makes the runs when he needs to, but he stays back, to which I enjoy. Uh, Alonso, I've been told me and him play really similar, and I see it now, which is funny because I tweeted out um, one of her games, and she was playing one of her games, and she was literally playing the sixth role. And so she was getting the ball, and she was distributing it, playing it back. And, then, and, I, and I tweeted out, and I tagged, Ozzy and then Ozzy liked it and she said she saw it and she got really excited but so she gets really excited she's a teenager she, you have to, so. she has to look she in 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 the Mr. Miyagi uh Karate Kid school of learning how to be a number six when you she, can steal the grasshopper from she, my hand she would go Wait, to that's wrong movie that's wrong movie I was gonna that be, is a horrible be, wrong movie I was gonna be polite and just ignore you but <laughs> That is totally, that is the, wrong totally movie. the wrong movie. Paint the fence. Drink more water. Drink more water, um, right? Apparently, that's, that's so, doing great for your brain. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, she would go to Ozzy Alonso. Like, Ozzy Alonso, uh, she'll go to his house sometime and be like, I want to learn to be a number six. And Ozzy <laughs> would just have her. Let me take you to Los Andes. <laughs> no, he would just have her hand carve shivs. <laughs> Wait, what is, what is carving this going to do? You will learn. Yeah, she had a really good thing to say. He hustles so hard and appreciate him. He has good Does runs. Does she have a crush on Miguel? Uh, I don't know. She has a bunch of pictures of Miguel back from NSC days. So, so no. Uh, <laughs> so I say no. no. I mean, right, I don't, you can I don't ask her. So. Apparently, she would tell me. You can, we should get her one time on here and you can ask her point blank. Um, <laughs> Rodriguez, this is one thing that she did point out that I did realize that he hustled a lot for the ball. So he did a lot of pressure, you know, the mm-hmm. ball, which is something that you don't really see him doing. He's got a lot of junk in the trunk. Yeah, he has to get rid of some of that weight, I'm assuming. He's That's like me. The... That's what I always say. So it's like, I can't, I'm a great mid, but I can't do forward. And, I'm like, I cannot. And, and to finish off her thoughts, on, her thoughts on, on Quintero, I don't know how many times I'm going to say this. He I needs to pass the, the freaking ball in the trunk. before shooting <laughs> if it's not there. I, I mean, at least he had some Angelo, shots. But that's fine. <laughs> but overall, she thought it was uh, overall okay performance, decent performance by the team. So. Yeah. Um, st- Agreed. Uh, we, we, sh- we should also say that this weekend they play Chicago Fire and Francisco Calvo. If, if this was like <laughs> an organized podcast, we would do. Yeah. So um, I cannot wait for this. Yeah, oh, you got it. You, yeah, she had. She, I don't know. I, I, played the, I played the interview for her and her face reactions was like. 
the toxicity, the toxicness has left our, our, so, our club. So I'm what happy. kind of drink specials do we do at Blackheart this weekend when uh, Calvo scores an own goal? That's the real question. <laughs> Shots well, on the house. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Exactly. No, we don't want to bankrupt you. No, yeah. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know what a what a what, what's the Costa Rican drink. Um, uh, what, isn't it called a wet nipple? What? Isn't there something called like a wet nipple? Well, there's like a a, a um, is it like a buttery nipple? Slippery which nipple. Is, slippery slippery nipple. nipple. Yeah, which is like a a. Uh, butterscotch schnapps yeah, yeah. and that's what you should serve else. when oh. you have some freedom. Okay. <laughs> All right, Steve Lindley says anything, <laughs> anything surprising or things you've learned on how to survive match days in the first month of home games. All you, Wes. It, uh, I think this is a black heart question. Oh yeah, oh, this is, he, is a black. Oh, is he talking that's about very specifically. Heart, oh oh oh. Yeah, I, what did I totally you learn? Was, I thought this was a stadium question. Um, I noticed that you no, put the beer bins out. Yeah, the beer bins, like, just figuring out, um, so we've had, like, four games, but they've all been very different, right? Um, the first was, like, a Hello, Saturday dinner. afternoon, then Wednesday <laughs> night, Sunday at noon, and then Saturday, Saturday night. night. And so they're, like, really very different things. And so it's largely just um, seeing where we can absorb people. We are, like, working on getting taps in our cocktail lounge, which I think will help Immensely. quite a bit, because it's really hard to absorb stuff there where... You know, people, uh, they just go to tall boys back there. Can I give you yeah. some two cents? You can go, yeah. And I'm, I'm Take open. away the bar chairs during oh. home games. Like, take them all away. Because the one of the biggest issues that I've seen is that we all have to, like, funnel yeah. for one spot to get in. And then it's like, there's this whole row of people who have a drink in front of them. So yeah, they're yeah, buying yeah. customers. Yeah, but it's like, your bartender could be serving, like, five or six people at a time at that rate rather than Yeah, the yeah. We have, we have now, we did... Um, Boot them to the We lounge. did Saturday night um, have just, we, we pulled out more chairs, but we may we may do even more. And then um, uh, Colin Solberg uh, gave me great advice the other day where, um, like, we don't need, there's nothing really going on on the big screen. And so put the big screen up because when, when it's there, people don't want to stand there. So the whole dance floor, there's a big space in it because mm-hmm. people want to, uh, defer to the big screen, but no one needs it there, right? Like, yeah. So as soon so as the can, game's done, well, put no, it up. like even before, yeah, before the game, you know, like before, like in the pregame. Oh yeah, in we the have pre-game. it down because Dallas versus someone is playing, and and um and we can use that space and and fill it in there. So there, mm-hmm. there's stuff like that. Um, we're still figuring it out, but largely, um, foosball table. Oh, I, we don't. Oh, I, don't I was also going to say table. just from a, a risk mitigation standard. I would say to get some hard top covers for your pool tables during oh. home games. Yeah, is it? Just yeah, just because with the soft top covers, yeah. you're more likely to have damage that happens to it cuz people will hop on it, spill drinks. Are you hopping on my tables? What's I going was on? not oh. hopping on your tables. This is this comes from years of experience working in bars from Katie Jarvie and myself. Okay. All right. Thank you. Sean Goman says, the better Angelo plays, the fewer goals we score. Correlation or causation. Also, Metonier is great, but isn't Opara on track for Defender of the Year consideration too? He makes a lot of clearances and is a major threat on set pieces. Um, pick which one you want to talk about, Angelo or Metonier? And, and, or Angelo and Opara, I guess. Oh, I was going to say, I thought it was Metonier, Angelo, or Opara. Opara is the one I want to talk about. Okay, go. He's our shining star this year, I think. Yeah. I think he's... He's going to be that glue to the team. He's what's going to hold us together. He's what's going to keep us 
getting more clean sheets. I mean, if we can end the season, regardless of how the playoffs go or whatever, but if we can end the season with a um, with a top um, goals against record, right? Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, being one of the best in the yep. league or something like that, which should be our goal, goal. of it. Or I guess our goal is playoffs, but but we need to like stop giving up goals. Then certainly he has to be in. In, uh, a huge in impact content- contention for that and you look at oh, what's going on sure. in, in kansas city and it's like did you see um bruce's projections now he did like an adjustment to show the projections of how many goals we're anticipating this <laughs> oh, year I missed this. No. from 72 yeah down 65. to f- no yeah. 51 51 yeah. really okay. 51 Right. Oh, 65-4, I mean, right yeah yeah, yeah 65 four. that we scored and 51 against and yeah, that like right. a 21 goal differential in that yeah, yeah. It's already showing something. Something's changed, and something. Well, I mean, but I, mean I think it's more than clear that ball so well. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like how many times last year we were like, "Oh, no one's going to clear that ball." It's gonna oh, go he was like box. that one guy from the DC United game, the tall one in the back, the six five. Oh, Pines, guy. Donovan Pines. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's great. like yeah. very similar impact. It's just perfect yeah, but, placement. But right Opara is way more mobile. But, that, but oh too. yeah, yeah. Opara is he's he's seasoned. Yeah, in a very very good way. Both he and Coleman are able to do to come out and make those tackles as well Mm -hmm. um i I was going to say that um the only team uh with with 51 goals last year in the western conference against in the playoffs was lafc well i guess real salt lake had 58 against uh, and snuck into the playoffs so um if we can do that 51 that should get us playoffs yeah we we should be on the track and and i i think our goal should also be more than that like sneaking into the playoffs should not oh, be agreed. it should be i would love to see us have only allowing in you know zero to one goal here on out oh, not le- not yeah i know that, that, yeah, that that's, a pipe, dream. Dream. Yeah. that's a, a pipe dream that's a pipe dream yeah, yeah. Espe- but, i mean especially if you saw my predictions for how this season was going to start yeah. out i was like loss loss yeah loss loss <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Toby Seisler says, what level of panic should we have for when Metnir goes off for international duty? Um, I've not seen officially what panic mode. dates those are, um, but... Uh, three men back. <laughs> I mean, if you... I mean, Just you can, prepare you, I mean, to cry you at can games. Choose, you, can, you can switch Eric to the right because that's where his foot is at. He can play right back and then hopefully if Chase is... I mean, there's a lot of hype on him, but I just... The fact that we don't get so to see him play, right, like yeah. we don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I think someone. Uh, hopefully by then. Hopefully by then we'll have a. I mean, Carter we'll Manley has been playing for forward forward Madison, so and he at least, scored. At yeah. least, oh, did he really? Yeah, he scored. I missed he this. scored okay. one of the third. Goal, I feel one like of the, when, one of the three goals. Yeah, I feel like when he's out, that's when we're gonna maybe lose our goal differential here. <laughs> well, so so <laughs> any Af- grounds that we've made. Unfortunately, I, I hate to say that. While we were I talking, I, I finally pulled up African Cup of Nations starts basically. Um, first game is June 21st, um, you know, the, so it's uh, actually after a little bit oh, that we, we get a week of the, the vacation yep. with no games and Gold Cup starts, yep. um, but it is pretty much tracking with the Gold Cup. Well, that works out and really so, nicely for us. Yeah, and but it goes into July, so he will miss probably three games, four or five maybe. Um, sorry to say it. Um, and so, yeah, so then, and so the last game, you know, they're not going to make it. So they'll, they will not make it out. So, uh, 
July 2nd is when is the end of the group stage. He'd come back after that. So I guess I guess that would only be three games? One game. Never mind. Screw me. I'm dumb. One game? He's only going to miss one game? Maybe two games because um it's June 29th and July 3rd cuz he's yeah, not going to yeah, be back for games, July 3rd. Yeah. And then oh, maybe he'll be, back be back for the July 3rd. And game. May, maybe be back for the July 6th game. So we'll we'll see. Um but uh look, um other teams are going to be missing people as well. Uh Carter Manley is someone who should be able to come in and do a role um for two games, right? Like otherwise he's a guy you have to cut bait from, right? If if you can't bring up one of these guys who's now at a who couple can years of fill professional in for a little right, while. but I mean, and teams do that all the time throughout. The but league. Heath has been hyping up Chase as the most MLS or pro ready player. Sure, and so maybe so. yeah, Wasn't this kid's like straight out of college. Yeah, yeah, he's so. the the blonde one, right? I don't know. I don't remember anymore. No. Okay. I don't. Th- I don't think we. I don't think we. I have. I've. I've only seen. I think he's got brown hair. But I was he's, say, he's actually I re- a I ghost. I remember seeing the, the. He's a ghost. Well, I thought I saw <laughs> the draft back picture. To ghost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but I can't remember any of their Gasper, names. The- I mean, St. Clair is the only one I really remember. Chase, yeah. Chase from Paw Patrol. Cor- um, Corey Shreppel says, uh, "If Roldan was a character from the Lord of Rings, who would he be?" And uh, my easy answer is that. Remember, in the end Same. of what's the third one? Return of the King. Return of the King. Yeah. Remember at the end of Return of the King in the movies where it's um, 20 minutes of everyone softly looking at each other and crying? Pippin. He would be the tears of everyone in those last 20 minutes. (laughs) I want to say he's Pippin. Okay. Because he's the one that always got, he was like falling off things and getting himself into trouble. That that was rolled on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know Pippin's, okay. Pippin's a good one. Great. Uh, Robert the Red <laughs> says, what do, What positions do you think Minnesota United will prioritize with all the gam, tam, spam, thank you, ma'am, money they have now? Obviously, left back is, there's no question they will sign a left back this summer. Well, um, I left mean. Left back, left back. I, how many times did we think that they were going to sign someone other than a mid? <laughs> I will put, I will put, yes, a number six, you're right, yeah. I will put significant money that they would, they will sign. Are we? How much are, we wa- are, are we wagering right now? Sure, sure. You want you want to make this bet that I will I will bet that they will sign an international left back. I want this I summer. want I want black heart international like, left money. back. Yeah, like tab money. DP. The, no, no. I'm just saying that it will not be. They won't trade for Montreal's left back or something like that. Oh, be they're gonna a, they're gonna source league. someone yeah. entirely. They'll trade for Walker Zimmerman. Yeah, right? they'll the fair trade locally sourced uh, left back from Argentina or something. I wouldn't take that bet because I'm in a I'm really gonna, rough I'm spot right, right now. <laughs> I mean, I'll take your money, but I mean. I think they'll internationally source a position. Okay. But I don't think it's going to be a so left what, back. So what position All right, so what positions would which positions are they going to prioritize? Which ones should we or which ones are they going prioritize. to prioritize? Yeah, never guess what they're going to do because that's Oh, well, that's, that's easier thing. for me to Yeah, yeah. So what should they prioritize? <laughs> well, they obviously should prioritize a left back. Okay, then beyond left. Back. <laughs> <laughs> um I want to see us bring in another striker. Okay. Um, even though we've got Mason Toy, Abu Dinladi, we've got Romario can play there, you know. Yeah. I want to okay. see a different striker. Rodrigo? Abu's um, left yeah. back, uh, another six. Another six? Yeah. As a, the, a young apprentice. Mm-hmm. 
and Obi Wan go, going to uh, Mr. Miyagi's uh, that's right shiv carving school. I, uh, of, uh, in- uh, older uh, older Issa watch, yeah. but, uh, but much younger than than. I, I feel that our midfield needs need at least our, at least those two because Gregush goes out, then you can put in Shuler. But if Ozzy goes out, you totally lose the the structure of that midfield. You got a good point there. So you need to find someone who is willing to step you out. Don't think and, and we have Old Man Larry. Like I, I like I love Old Man Larry, I, but I just don't know how functional he could be. So. I heard that Miggy moved into a prominent position in the locker room. So he I, did. He did. He's in. There's a three in the middle, and now Miguel is it right in the center. Yeah, it's with him, Alonso Manone and Alonso. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. I think that they're going to start trying to move Miggy more center. Which I don't. Well, I wouldn't read that into it. I would just say that Miguel is. is I don't know that that's. Statesman. I'm just like I don't know that that's no. what we want to do. But um, no, I think I think again a, a left back, someone in the midfield like a six uh, would be good, and then um, probably a little bit more. Um, I want a more consistent help, striker. So. Is what I want. Okay, that's. I I mean I don't I I like to see more Romario instead of Angelo up there, but that's just me. Mm. That's not just you. It's me too. And I'll admit um, it. Rodrigo and I went head to head earlier this year, and I was saying that we should retain Abu. And I, I will, <laughs> I will eat eat my hat on this one because he's just been so inconsistent. He's he's not playing the way he did last year, and I, I personally, as a fan, yeah, well, I'm a little disappointed. We'll see. He's, he, not the, he's not the runner up rookie of the year. There's still no. t- time this season, but certainly the way things are going, you would see the team cut. You know, tra- trade him away to, to another it. team, and and he will he'll find he'll find it eventually. But you can only invest so much time. Wait, so back to this bet though. I'm really competitive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. My, my, I what? believe me competitive. That Minnesota United <laughs> will sign a player, uh, an international player. From, you said international uh, left back. Uh, left back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I will put ten dollars on that. All right, I'll I'll take that bet. I'll take a ten dollar bet. I would that put they... more on it, but no, I'm, but I'm poor. So, uh, ten dollars, <laughs> great, perfect. All right, recorded on. Yeah, whatever. Th- in yeah, May sixth. Um, so Mike Morris says. <laughs> Mike Morris wants to know stadium, uh, stadium beer drink of choice. So let's do this. Oh, beer drink. Well, of let's choice? just no. Just, he just, just go through the whole food thing. Right? Yeah, let's. Ooh, you guys want to know more food than I have. Um, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know your your I know. Reviews. I've eaten like everything. Yeah, I think on you've gone like halfway around the stadium. I haven't yet. made it all the way. You yet. haven't made it all the way yet. I I thought about it on Saturday, but with with um, Gabe meeting my parents, I was like, I maybe yeah. shouldn't exit the group at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, how was <laughs> that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> give, give the short. We'll give the short. But her dad was well, definitely Captain Morganing, which I oh, called really? peacocking. My uh, father was, was peacocking. Like, he was kind of game. up one row above and had his foot up on the rail <laughs> in a total Captain Morgan pose. He was he was in that that one that spot where somebody can technically stand but isn't an actual like assigned seat yeah, right yeah, off yeah. the stairs. My dad. So we were talking about this earlier. My mom is like five five. My dad used to be five eight. He's shrinking. They're almost seventy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm five nine. My dad is standing by my mom. Obviously, a clear view. We've all seen every seat in the stadium. You you can see the pitch. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, I I need to get into a, a better position. So he climbs behind us, puts one leg up, and leans forward and starts turning into like the peanut gallery and just throwing. He's like, oh, that left back's out of position. That that winger. <laughs> oh, if it was a Chilean player, we'd be so much better. And he's intentionally leaning in. 
between like Gabe and I to to throw to throw the peanut gallery comments out, and I'm taking some pictures, and I'm like Jorge's peacocking. Back to the the food. food. I want to know what's the top of the food that you've experienced there. The tacos. Hands down, the tacos. The office store? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Were they that good? There's, I've had them twice. My wife, my wife Nubia, says they were pretty good. And I've, she ha- I've had them twice now. Yeah, so. um, yeah. and the then, store. The uh, mesquites are also good. The Pop-Tarts um, at Cafe Benet are good. Okay. Uh, better been... than the churros. Um, but they... The, yeah, I heard the churros were decent, but not. They're decent, no, but you have to have the dipping sauce with it. And it gets just a little... Not did, very did, easy. Did they sell you a cafecito with a churro? <laughs> um, I did get hot chocolate, and I was oh, really upset. Remember, they, they I already talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't drink. Like um, I actually like... don't drink coffee. Surprisingly, I guess. Mate? The only the only Latina I don't drink mate either. Wow. Yeah. I don't. What kind of Chilean are you? I think that mate is more of an Argentinian thing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I do. It um, took us this long leche. to get between uh, Peru and Chile. All right, guys. <laughs> no, I got Let's okay. solve South American uh, conflict. Oh, wait, um, are we going to go to that no, next? We're not. No, no, no. I was no, like, we're, about I'm like, we're still food. getting to the food. Okay, so the pizza subpar. Okay. Skip it. Who is it, though? Um, It's the nice slice or something like uh-huh. that. Those ones, not good. Cheese curds, delicious. No. Very, very, oh, he said yeah, no. He no, said he hated No, they're so rich. How, did you get them when they were fresh or did you get them when they'd been sitting? I got them when they were full of like 78% breading. No, oh yeah, no. The first ones I had were like all cheese, and it was mm, it was no. delicious and so rich okay. that we couldn't even finish There's between two of us. Right now. We between the we two of us, finish we couldn't it because finish it was like nah, all bread. I'm good. No, they were. Okay. I mean, it was mostly cheese, but I got them on the first day, okay. and I haven't gotten them again because I'm like, ah, stadium food. Um, tacos, hands down. However, the Jarvis had the burrito from the far Rasa. side. Yeah, Brasa's burrito was. I don't. I haven't even. I've found heard it that yet. it's a little bit spicy. I know that was the thing. It's right that... in the middle. Oh. Oh, is it in the middle? Because yeah, they were pointing like, more right towards the, middle the end. Of like, uh, they're, they're, it's a circle. So, There's yeah. no middle. We might want to put a Middle's plug. The pitch. Plug in this one because somebody is getting access to the stadium club this week. Oh. Yeah, I heard the food's really good up there. I know one of the chefs too. So he he's the same chef that does um, work at Target Field. Mm-hmm. And so they came over to Allianz. But yeah, my uh, my company is having our annual meeting yeah. at the stadium club on Friday. Damn. I know. I was like, hmm, guess I'll get to check it out. And then karaoke at Blackheart afterwards. That's right. Um, <laughs> so let's go to uh, Eric Ziegler uh, says. You, yeah, I was going to say the hot dogs are decent. but that's Well, he wants to ask about them. I haven't had one of those yet. The Joya, they have these, um, they're sparkling drinks. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen them. They have them at yeah. the... It's like hard cider okay. or no, hard no, seltzer, I mean? Yeah, it's like a, there was a Cosmo, there's a, a, oh, maybe not. a Moscow Mule, and then there's one other one. I can't remember what it is, but the Cosmo was really Did good. Did you have I, a Loon's Juice? Four of Loon's them. Juice? Have you I had don't them? like it. That, that's like 12 bucks for a Loon's Juice, and I it's don't think so it's... so bitter. Yeah, it's extremely it's bitter. It's not a good yeah, cider at all. No. I, I don't... I kind of like some of their stuff, but... I like um, the but, idea of drinking a Loon Juice, but I don't actually like drinking the loon juice like i'll take a dose Equis over that any day <laughs> um i just go summit epa uh, that's it's, it's like easy and i the problem is those days i have so much around alcohol that i have to like really pick and choose what i'm drinking because usually by the end i'm gone anyway so oscar g says is our defense better at the expense of our attacking how do we solve that uh mm. we kind of hit this a little bit but is there a way to do both best of both worlds. I think it depends there if you is. have a healthy full squad. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. There is a way to do it. Yeah, you have so a So Darwin's ready, ready for this week. Do we go back to a 4231? I think that's probably what you do. Yeah, I think makes so. Makes more sense. Does that and and then tell me uh a, but we're but idiot. we're away, so that's does, the thing. Does right? that but and if they play a uh you know a, that's where a we three, five, our sweet one, spot. If they play a three five one or whatever, they play a, a three man back line. Does playing the four two three one or four three three do you think that there's a difference there that, that would be effective or I think with uh, I think this team with a three man back is it won't be as effective defensively. I, I think uh, we need the they're four. playing the three men. Oh no, they are. Okay, so, what, so is are. there? It, does having Darwin in there rather than Schuler plugging up the midfield is that better or is that? <laughs> yeah, I think if you, I think if your goal, if your Maybe. goal is to win, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think at one point, goals. I think at one point you have to start taking more risk. Like I get, okay. I get doing the four three three, but you can still be successful with a four three three. Specifically, if those three attacking players are like you know, uh, if, if it's Darwin. Uh, Mige and or or Finley or yeah. uh, or you know, but I just I just think Angela is doing a good job, but I just don't think he he he's he's getting the distribution that he should be doing right. So I think, and every time Romario comes in for as a wing player, he he just doesn't seem to be in that groove that he was when he was starting as striker. I think and that's just me. Yeah. Um, I, I want to finish up here with um, a Grey Goosh question, which is um, it's two two questions. One is Brian Litzinger says, "When are we going to score from a corner kick?" Which I think is a sub-tweet. when Grey Goose takes it. Yeah, um, I'm losing faith with, and this is Ryan Anderson. I'm losing faith and patience with Grey Goosh. First half was atrocious, bad giveaways too often. I'm starting to feel like he's perhaps halting our progress. Am I wrong? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Give the give. A, I feel like I'm defending Gregush a lot, but no, 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 no. Give, give I the, think I think he's still finding his like pace and rhythm with the team. It is. Yeah. Ten it, games into the season, so it's not ten games into the season. I think that I mean he's in a new league entirely, so it's a different. You know, you can say as much as you want about how you know football is football is football is football, but it's not. The way that the different leagues play impacts how a player can react and the pace of the game and MLS is notoriously slower than most of the leagues right and I think that Greg is 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 sitting there trying to adjust to that and get in and and the other thing is while they are professional players like everybody has an off day yeah I think that I think it was an off day for him personally Uh I um I still was actually surprised at how much we're now directing more and more through him, um, which I think then again you know once you, you start so? to have yeah I thought that there was a lot more passing and, and moving forward through him this okay. this game in the last maybe last game too I'm, but I'm but I, I think I, last game last the last game was Ozzy's game I think Ozzy was doing a lot of this and I, and and the David uh, the stat guy. Dave Leidig. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, like I, I wanted to, like I asked him a question about what was well, Ozzy's like passing stats, and mm-hmm. that was one of the things that Hugo Hugo Bonito put together. Uh, yeah, last week the mm-hmm. the his his stats. So I, I think I think the I think when the offense goes through Ozzy, Ozzy is very quick on pushing the ball to the wings and forward, right? As in, for example, a Gregoish we'll take a touch and then come back and play it back mm. and then we'll do the run around but if 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 um if Ozzy gets the ball 
he'll either dribble to a spot and then lay off the pass or he automatically sees an opening hmm. and passes it out. I mean, Ike, Ike doesn't pass the ball more than, what, 12 yards, 13 yards maybe? He's not, he doesn't do any long passing. So, mm-hmm. so um, I, I guess I, one thing about Greg Ush's corners, I thought um, uh, last game, not Seattle, whatever that was before, he was bad at the corners, but he is really good at his free kick and corner taking. Not as bad as Rooney. Yeah, not as <laughs> um, but I think that he is just. Uh, I think he really is good, and it's tough losing a tall player like that. But mm-hmm. you have the center backs are naturally disposed to that kind of playing, right? Like you have Coleman and Ikopara, and they should be in there, and they should be your primary targets. Um, I, I I think that Gregush, we won't have a verdict. For him until August, I, I think that July. Uh, I say mid July. Yeah, mid mid July. I don't think he's. There's nothing in it that says. I'm not uh, sharing this frustration from Ryan, of like nothing in it that says to me like we need to find something right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's doing fine enough, and I think that he can grow into something more. Right. And if he can't, then that's something that they need to start thinking about. But and, and he's being physical, right? I mean. He was following people left and right in Seattle. So, well, no, he wasn't even fouling them, but Christian Roldan was running into him. Oh yeah, well, I mean, when you're you're that big, you, if you run into him, you, yeah, you I mean, just but think. I mean, he's he, he, you know, he's being physical. He's taking up space and he's trying to be a disruptor. So that's, I mean, like I said, mid July, that's when you Gold Cup time. That's when you really start to to see what what he should be. I like him. I like him to be involved more because he can. I know he can shoot from distance. I like to see him shooting more outside of the twenty, um, just because I think he has the foot to do it, and he's and he's proving that he can at least take a shot. Because uh, a lot of us, whenever we take a shot, and this goes back to Issa Watch asking everybody to go to striker camp, that we just can't seem to finish and put it in, on target. So or we shoot straight at the keeper. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lisa, Rodrigo. Thanks, guys. Um, it's. Fun, uh, fun having you on the show for the first time, and uh, for the first time. And this, uh, this, you know, I look forward to bringing you future food reviews once I've made my full round. Again yeah, the I'm, you're you're way more advanced than I am. I'm hitting the food truck. I'm also hitting the food truck. So I did. Okay, so you know, Katie and I hit up every single food truck on the first day. Oh, I told, I told Gabe, I happening? told Katie, and I was like, Do you just eat some of it? How do you have that much food? How do you not? I'm yeah. just kidding. No, no it's I, it's we we get one dish from each place. Okay. And, and then, then we share okay, it between that, the three yeah. of us, right? So, or uh, four of us. I got, I how, got how, the how Minnesotan of you. I got the West Indies um uh oxtail uh stew, Ooh. which was very good. I love oxtail stew. I was kind of stew. mad that you can't bring the food in. I was like, why can't scarf it down? Oh. Well, and they've got the West Indies stand, but they don't have oxtail within the stadium. Yeah. They just have their uh what are they? So, I haven't eaten. So I gave up red meat for the last half of April. So I was at a little bit of a disadvantage on trying the food because I was like, okay. I can't eat some we'll of this stuff. Yeah. But now that it's May, it's on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so the, are, you, are you bringing food trucks to the to the black heart at I, all? For, uh, for the next home game, I think we'll finally have it approved. It's the whole city thing. Woo-hoo! Thank you, Matt Pravatsky, for. I was like trying Thanks, to do Matt. it with the city, and then I Matt just Pravatsky. finally emailed Matt, and then. Within an hour, people hey, were responding. Hey, Matt, I still have your cookie dough you haven't picked up. Okay. okay. So, um, cookie uh, dough. 
Don't explain. So uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, this weekend we will have uh, Chicago Fire um, uh, versus Being a Minnesota. Dump yep. We just come watch the the tire fire with the us. Cavill Tire Fire um, Show, dumpster fire. And we've got, uh, and then uh, obviously, you know, all week we'll be open for Champions League and Europa League, and then Sunday morning, David Baker will be uh, uh, bartending for the final EPL morning of the year. And so uh, I'm actually, I was uh, making the calendar this week and realized I don't have to. Wake up early. No, Saturday morning is usually my morning where I have to wake up early enough to clean and open the bar early. And um, there is a Bayern versus Leipzig game. But you yeah, know that's what? not worth it. I'm not. I'm just now when the when the, when the league in. is wrapped up. It's not yeah, worth it's wrapped up. It. That reminds me no of the time really I was in San in Diego yeah. looking for a bar, and yeah. it said that they were like, "This is the bar," and I showed up at the bar, and they're like, "Ah, oh, we're not opening this." Like the guy showed up. Yeah, he's like, "We're not opening up for this game." I'm like, "It says online that you're there." Like, I want to say it was a Man City. Yeah. Here, I was like, "It said you guys were the Man City bar," and he's like, "Oh no, it was Man U." That's because it was. Yeah. It wasn't one of my teams. He's like, oh yeah, we're not opening today. I was like, what? He's like, oh. go to this bar instead. I'm like, never in my life. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm hopefully not that bad. Uh, anyway, thank you, everyone. Thanks, Elisa. Thanks, uh, Rodrigo. Bye.